0: Wednesday, it is that time. Welcome back to another information packed episode on Ready Set Real Estate. I am so pumped about today's episode. And because it's Wednesday, shout out to our graduates. I have to pause and shout out to our graduates. My son is graduating. Congratulations to Lathan. Woohoo! Woohoo! He is graduating elementary school, so he is on to bigger things at middle school. (laughs) So we are happy, we are proud, we love him. Uh, He's doing great. He's been attending a a tech camp where he's been learning how to build his own virtual world. He's really enjoying that. And um, that goes hand in hand with what I want him to do (laughs) is as he learns these skills is to come level up the show and, and, and just take digital marketing and our campaigns to the next level cuz mom's got a lot like mom's got a lot on her plate. I'm actively involved in the business and problem solving and all you wouldn't even <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm uh shout out to one of my 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 colleagues and friends Leslie, Allen uh she has kind of been this First-hand witness to a lot of what I kind of come across in our business. So incredible, incredible. And uh, just wanted to say it, it's been one of those days and weeks and I'm glad we're here. All right. So listen, if you're new to the show, great. This is how we do it. The price of admission is free 99, but, but I do ask you to do a couple things for me. That's press one, lets me know you're here. Press two, lets me know you shared it. And if I drop a gem, a real estate gem, make sure you drop the uh, mic emoji uh, for our mic drop. So today we are going to do classroom style. We're doing classroom style. Really happy about that. Uh, For those of you, again, who are new, but I love to say it for every time that you're clear, you're clear who's giving you instructions. Who's giving you instructions? My name is Lisa Gillette, super agent, also known as super agent. Yes, that is my trademark. I'm broker owner of Davenio Estates, uh, completely separate from Ready Set Real Estate. That is our real estate brokerage. We're based in Southern California. So yes, when I say I'm active, 10 toes to the ground, that is at me actively working in the real estate field here in Cali. Uh, that's why you. That's why you know my handles are LA Super Agent, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Right, LinkedIn. That's why I am a certified, trained pricing strategy advisor, foreclosure experience, short sale certified, uh, doing probates, uh, handling new markets. I'm a a, a seniors res- real estate specialist. And all that means is I have specialized training in those arenas, specialized training and experience. Um, In fact, I just got a message. Someone was asking me to uh, take on a listing in a senior community. So that's going to, well, that's, that'll be nice to get to help a senior. You know, I love my seniors. You know, I love my senior community. They're just so delicate, so fragile. And like I said, I'll be there adopted granddaughter or grandniece i you know i will be that for them because they need advocacy and they have they hold a special place in my heart so yes i will go up to bat i will fight for our seniors uh, because it's it's wild out here it's wild out here before I jump into that, of course, I want to encourage you, it is what, second quarter 2022, please write down your real estate goals, write down those real estate goals so that we know uh, we're here, right? So don't just come and just get on the show and it feels good and, you know, kumbaya, just don't, just don't let it just be that, right? Don't let it be that. Let, let me do sound check. Okay. Here we go. Quarter 2020. Okay. That was me sound checking. Sometimes I have to sound check, sound check, sound check. Sometimes I have to. So like I was saying, make sure you write down those quarter quarterly goals. So today's show topic is foreclosure, life after foreclosure, life after foreclosure. So if you know, right, you or someone you know is facing foreclosure, then this is the show for you. Let me just make sure. This this thing is telling me I don't know how to spell life. So, okay, good. It's like, no, that's not how you spell it. Welcome, 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 welcome. Of course, we're going to do classroom style. That means I'm going to uh, do a screen share. Uh, Stay tuned because I will also show you how to buy foreclosures, where to locate foreclosures. Um, We'll be talking about the difference between judicial foreclosures and non-judicial foreclosures. California, we're in a California where it is both a judicial and non-judicial state, meaning they can uh, sell your property without court and then in some cases they will sell your property with court involvement. You should understand when and where that takes place, okay? I will share, uh, listen, there's a lot. This is classroom style. So again, what's the price of admission for this game today is press one, you let me know you're here. Two, let me know you shared it. Desi's in the building. She says, good morning, good morning, good morning. Absolutely. Good morning. And of course, you know, if We've got a good uh, group and response. Listen, you know, I got giveaways. I've got giveaways. I've got giveaways. Ready, set, real estate uh, cups. And, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to do this real quick. Ready, set, real estate cups. Let me just be right back. I'm gonna grab these for us um, because, why? I'm back. Giveaways, right? Ready, set, real estate advisor. Summer's coming. Got the pink got the blue, my grandmother loves the red, Uh, my bonus baby, little girl, I got a bonus daughter, she is four, she loves the pink one, we go out to hikes and walks, and she's always rocking, she's like, I need my visor, like the pink one, right, so of course, and I have them available in black and white, all right, so listen, we've got, we've got good stuff happening here, all right, Pammy, welcome, Pammy Miller says, one, I'm here, wonderful, So we'll be talking about life after foreclosure. We'll do screen shares, right? So of course, let me give my disclaimer. Disclaimer is the information provided on this show is not meant to be or considered legal or tax advice. Please discuss with those reputable licensed professionals regarding your specific situation. Regarding your specific situation. Are we in agreement? Yes. Head nods. All right. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you, Pammy. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sharing it. Listen, there's a lot you can get from uh, just sharing. Just share the love. Thank you. So price of admission. You know the price of admission. Price of admission. So this is uh, this is a class day. So we're doing a free class, right? So throughout the year, starting uh, earlier January 19th, we've been doing free real estate adult classes. So today's a class. Day. Of course, I do want to invite you. If you have any topic suggestions or new guests, please tag and share them and let them know. They are welcome to uh, connect with me. Thanks, Pammy. Give me those thumbs up. Oh, I love it. I love it. Love the energy. Love the energy. Uh, We are streaming on a radio podcast as well. So that's really exciting. Exciting. Okay. Give me a moment here. I'm going to bring up my screen. Let's go ahead and share the screen. This is the one we want. Boom. All right. Let's see if I put myself in the corner. That's where I like it over here. Okay. Foreclosures. And I'm going to hide that life after foreclosures and boom. Okay. Ready? Notes, pens, pads. You've shared it. You told somebody, listen, if you know. So this is we're going to put this in context. Right. Like, why are we talking about this? Why are we talking about this? Because the market is changing. That's why. I've been telling you this for a long time, right? I've been sharing this for a long time that the market is going to boom, 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 boom for so long before we start to shift. And so the market is shifting in certain pockets. We are seeing adjustments. Are we going to see something like 2007, 2008? You know, when the financial meltdown happened, there were some factors that were in play that contributed to the overall, just like kaboom of the market. Um, Do I expect to see that? We don't have aggressive factors. We are symptomatic, right? Symptomatic means we have symptoms of the things that caused it, right? We have some factors. Nevertheless, what is important is that the market's changing and the, those consumer protections are now expires, expiring. In some States they're, it's expired. California has been holding on. So I'm in California, I'm a California broker. So California has been holding on trying to help homeowners. You know, they have set out a whole plan of how to help retention. I'm a home ownership retention advocate. I'm a real estate literacy advocate, right? Not everyone wants to own a home. That's cool. But you might become an heir one day, right? You may be a beneficiary to a property. You may be an inheritor to a property. So it's important that uh, you get some of this information. You're more than welcome if you have specific questions. Of course, you can send that to me directly. Send that to lisa at lasuperagent.com. Again, Lisa at Lasuperagent.com. I've given my disclaimer. Let's talk about the. Let's. We're going to talk about the start to finish, right? Pre foreclosure. So the pre foreclosure window is when you have been given notice, right? So you are now sixty days, bumping to ninety days past due on your mortgage. We're going to try. We're speaking of real estate, so we'll talk about real estate other bills and other things have their own deadlines we are discussing mortgages if your property is a mortgage if you inherit a property that has a mortgage and I, I want to say that I want to stress that because you can be an inheritor of a property that has a mortgage and then you're like what do I do right well let's this is this is the gems this is we're going to talk about what do you do so when you have a property that's in for pre- foreclosure like we've been seeing, And I will say from experience, my title companies are seeing it happening right now. This is, I'm going to date this video, June 8th, 2022, right now. What we are seeing is that the big lenders, the big banks have already sent out their notices, their due diligence requirements. They are required to attempt to contact the owner who is in default. Recall now what did what was happening during the pandemic? What was happening during the pandemic is that hold on, I, Donna? Don't want you to get distracted about what this says about foreclosure activity setting a new high in the first quarter of twenty twenty two. Let me let me. <laughs> I'm just setting the stage. You likely knew that foreclosures were going to happen. Okay, let's go back to this. I'm, I need you here. <laughs> I need you here. What happened during the moratorium, there was a pause. and some people took the uh, that option, right? Some people took the option of the forbearance. and they said, well, you know what? i'm I've been affected. I've been impacted. It was designed for those who were impacted financially during the pandemic to assist them to retain their home, not be penalized for losing their job, not being penalized for government. You know, and local government, when I say government, local, your local um, ordinances, your state ordinances, and then national ordinances that were saying, everyone pause, stay home, stay safe, don't worry about work, don't worry about your mortgage, we don't want you stressing, right? So that's where we are now. So now fast forward, that moratorium expired December 31st, 2021. That moratorium expired December 31st, 2021. However, in fact, the um, government-sponsored enterprises, meaning those loans that are owned or that are FHA insured, that are VA loans, USDA loans, those are the government loans, they added a layer of requirements for lenders to proceed in filing foreclosures. So they added another layer of protection. That's fantastic, It's fantastic. For homeowners, they gave you another opportunity. They added another layer of protection because the moratoriums have expired. December 31st, 2021, when did the moratorium expire? If I ask you a question and you are the first to answer it correctly, I've got some goodies, right? Give away the Ready, Set, Real Estate 15-ounce mug or your choice of any color of one of our visors, Ready, Set, Real Estate visors. We have red, blue, red, blue, pink, black, white. You let me know, all right? So I'll get your address at the end of the show. Stay tuned for that. Pay attention. We're in class. We're in class. So when the moratorium expired... They gave everyone a forbearance and then the forbearance expires as well. So some of you locked in forbearance plans or you know someone that locked in a forbearance plan. And that forbearance plan was 12 months, 16 months, 18 months, whatever it is. But it has an expiration date. At the time of the expiration date, the lender communicates to you, the mortgage servicer, right, because we've talked about this before, Know the difference between your mortgage servicer and the lender. I'm having this challenge right now because I've got a client. um, We've got a couple deals going through, and it's important to understand the difference between mortgage lender and mortgage servicer. When you bring someone like myself on board, it's important that you give me any current notices because lenders and servicers, they sell the loans, they sell the loans, they sell the loans and they transfer servicers, they change servicers. So if I don't have the correct information, it makes it very challenging for me to help save your house, agreed? So we are in agreement that if you know someone or if you're in this situation, you're going to open your mail and you're going to keep your paperwork. All right, can I press one that you will open your mail. If I know it's difficult when you're stressed, life is hitting you, Hardship, I've been there. I don't, I don't, I went, I did that for like a whole year when I was going through that stuff with my daughter. I did not open my mail. I was like tra- traumatized. I just didn't want to deal with anything. But I then had to deal with the consequences when I pulled my life back together. This is what the show is about that if you're going through life and it's challenging, it's difficulty. I'm encouraging you, I'm loving on you, I'm coaching you. We're going to pull you back together. That you can, if you lose your house in a foreclosure, if you, I'm not able to step in in a pre-foreclosure process and then it goes to auction and it's sold and now you have to move on, there is still the light at the end of the tunnel that you can re-enter the market as a first-time home buyer even after you lose your home. It, did the people in the back hear me? Should I repeat that? I, but do you hear me though? Press one and let me know you hear me because I'm. It, this is this is very, very... Very important. Just press one down here. Let me know that you hear me, that you can, you will, you will be considered a first time home buyer, even if you lose your home in a foreclosure, that means life will happen, has happened. Life, death. um, When I say life, right, you, you get married, you get divorced, um, job loss, uh, medical issues, you know, you know, you know, Pammy hears me. Thank you, Pammy. She hears me. All right. Who else? Okay, because that was important. That was significant. So I'm setting up the stages to how do we get here? What happened? Well, let's let's revisit that. Let's let's revisit what did happen. A pandemic happened. This wasn't just a national pandemic. This was a global pandemic. A global pandemic happened. And what does that entail? That means that there were a group of borrowers and homeowners that took some options forbearance, right? Let's look at this. So this was shared over here on Adam by the Adam staff. We're going to learn more about them because they track foreclosure data. They actually um license their information uh, to Realty Track. I'm not promoting any platforms, even though I'm going to show you for free where you can track foreclosures, sheriff sales, and 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 find property like for real for free. Uh, I have to learn different ways because when it's I I me as a professional just don't rely on the MLS, the Multiple Listing Service. I Don't just rely on the Internet. I am ten toes to the ground. What does that mean? I actually go look. I go digging, go looking. I go find people who are ready, willing and able to sell. They're in a pre foreclosure. They're in a situation. They're looking to get out of it. And I have a pool of buyers that are ready. So how do we put those pieces together? Right. So I have to do some 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 work. I'm not opposed to sharing this information. Why? Because it's an 80-20 rule. 80% of people are not even going to do anything with it. That's just, that's just facts. Like I give you so much game here on the show. I'm not the least bit worried about, you know, people go, well, Lisa, you you give a lot of information on your platform. You share a lot. Like people charge thousands of dollars and you give and game. Well, the reason being is because I live a life of abundance and um, it's no good to me if I don't share and most people don't take action. It's just facts. So let's look at what happened. Let's just look at the data here, right? So we already know, there no surprises, that the first quarter of 2022, that foreclosures were up. And the data, again, let's put it in context. They're going to be up because we were on an, an entire national pause. Lenders were forbidden. It was against the law for lenders to proceed with foreclosure actions. A foreclosure means it's, it's you're being sued, right? It's a, it's a legal action, depending what state you're in, that allows the lender to sell your property, which is the collateral for the loan that you borrowed, to buy it. All they want is their money, okay? What do the banks want? Their money. money. What do the private investors want? Their money. What do the lenders want? Their money. They just want to get repaid. It's not about your house. However, you used your house as collateral for repayment. That's a legal document that you got signed and notarized when you bought your home. It's called your note, N-O-T-E. Put that in the caption below. You signed a note, N-O-T-E. You signed a Deed of trust, right? Depending if you're a note state or deed of trust state. California, we we utilize both. All right, drop that in the comments below. Note, okay? So we 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 are no, not 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 note. like it's yelling. Thank you, Pammy. Note, note, note. Shout out to those of you who are streaming from ERGJ, my brother, my brother ERGJ Enterprises. So the note right? N-O-T-E note. Thank you very, very much. What happened here? Okay. N-O-T-E note. All right. So it's the note. That's what they're using to foreclose on you, right? Is that you had signed it. You agreed. You said in the event that I do not pay you back. Yes, you can. You can pursue me and California, in the instance of mortgages, is a non-judicial uh, state and judicial. Let me say it again. Non-judicial ju- jurisdiction over mortgages. I'll say it that way. All right. So look at the numbers. It says a total of 50,759 U.S. properties started the foreclosure process in quarter one, 2022. What year are we in, folks? We're in 2022. 2022 that means first quarter ended in april and 50,000 properties just under you know 51,000 have started the foreclosure process not like they voluntarily not you know you don't volunteer pick me no these are the properties that were on pause and in fact by october A lot of the forbearance plans expired October 2021, which means if you had not begin repaying your mortgage, you had not started paying back, you now would be considered past due. So now it's October 2021. You didn't pay November 2021. You didn't pay December 2021. You have not paid. So what does the lender do? And guess what? This even goes back as far as March 2020. I have a transaction right now that uh, we've been alerted that the property is now in pre-foreclosure. We weren't alerted sooner. Why? Because the banks could not file the notice of default. All right. I'm going to give you acronyms in here. So NOD is the notice of default. This is the first action, first action of notice that is required to be filed. You are to be given this notice. It's important. Listen, I don't want, I'm not speaking to scare you. This is not to scare you. This is so you're better informed of what the process is, what your rights are, because if they they don't file the NOD and then they are already at a trustee sale. That means they've missed the procedure and you have grounds to sue or counter sue them for not following the procedure. This is a big thing. This is what I'm learning in criminal procedures as I'm in law school. And, you know, this is a huge thing. Procedures. So NOD stands for what? Notice of default. Thank you very much. NOD, NOD, NOD. Wonderful. Procedure. So notice of default, put that in here. Now, if you're calling me while I'm on the show, um, while I'm on live on the show, I don't take live uh, questions yet. I I need a call screener. So NOD stands for Notice of Default. My phone's like going off the hook right now. It's just very, it's, it's the first week though. First week of the, of the new month, people closing escrow, people opening escrow. So I'm like getting all kinds of messages right now. Ping, 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 ping. Very good. Keeping up with me. All right. Wonderful. So how many first quarter? Look at the stats. It says that was up 188% from a year ago. Why was that significant, though? Because we were in a moratorium. The banks legally could not start the foreclosure. So they're starting foreclosures from people who haven't paid from like 2018, 2019, 2020. Because some of you, I do know, have been living and not paying mortgages for a couple years now. Um, I'm not chastising you. I'm just stating the facts. You know, you haven't been paying your mortgages. It's now time to resume, right? So what are our options? Is we've got to get serious about our financial business. That's all. Because the banks are not playing. They're going to file foreclosures. Why? Because there's equity in these properties. The market has been up. That means that they don't have to be concerned with a short sale, meaning they don't have to be concerned that you owe more than the house is worth. In fact, I just looked at the payoff statement on one of our um, properties, and they do send out um, some, oh my gosh, they do send out uh, a property preservation company. And speaking of that, I want to say thank you to our show sponsor. That'll give you a minute to go take a coffee break, quick run, and then come back. But definitely still, I want you to tune in and say thanks to our show sponsor, who is a company that the banks will send out to check to see if you still live there, to check on the condition of the property. They'd be uh, giving bids on repairs. Yeah, more to come. All right, we'll be right back. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. So see, now that just makes it more real. I put it in context, right? Um, they do charge you. So like for the amount that you are in default, they're incurring fees and in maintaining your your mortgage and your property insurance because they want to make sure they protect the property. So if you stop paying on your mortgage and you stop paying on your Uh, property insurance, the lender has the right to force insurance and it costs way more than what you would uh, be paying. So they charge you for that. They charge a company like Omnus Property Solutions. Uh, to go out and inspect the property. They just do a drive-by and they, you know, is it vacant? Is someone living there? What's going on? They take a couple pictures and then they send it over to the lender. And that's how they confirm and verify that you're still occupying the property or someone's occupying the property. So they keep eyes on their collateral investment as they begin the foreclosure process. Uh, Is this helpful to anyone so far? Just giving you insights and background. Because it's not something like you can't run away, you can't hide, you can't avoid it. This is not something that you can avoid. So it's better you know what the process is and, and what the lender is doing on their side because they they're sending someone. In fact, they hire brokers like myself. They pay us to do what is called BPOs, broker priced opinions, and they send us out to the property to check: is it occupied, is it vacant? To give values on how quick we could sell the property, um, how much would the property be worth if we fix it up? Give an estimate if there were repairs done, right? The ARV, the after repair value, and also give a bid or estimate on how much they would be able to get if they did in a quick sale, right? So, meaning a fourteen day escrow. How much would we get? Okay, uh, Pammy says yes. I've seen people in neighborhood taking pictures. Very good. That's what they're doing. They send out companies. So if you, you know, you, your neighbors are going through some stuff. I mean, of course, this stuff is public record, um, and that's the other thing. It is public record, uh, and I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you in the end. So stay tuned. Stick around. So yes, taking pictures. So it's either some like myself, someone like Omnis, that goes out we take pictures and we're documenting right and we're documenting for the bank we have permission to do that all right uh so states here that have or had the greatest number of foreclosure starts in quarter one 2022 include california that's our state here um if you see your state on this list then you you know it's kind of it's kind of jumping off now so we had about uh 5,378 foreclosure starts That's about, uh, that's over 5,000 properties that are in that process. But I will say, just from a statistic, right? One out of every four properties in the neighborhood um, is experiencing some type of financial hardship and will be in pre foreclosure. The person is able to reinstate it. And we call that a redemption period. Okay. We're going to talk about it. Just give you the numbers. Cool your jets. We're going to get to the nitty gritty, how to recu- how to reinstate the past due amount, what are your options, and then if it's foreclosed on, how long before you can get back into the game as a first time home buyer, meaning you can start all over again with three and a half percent down or three percent down or zero down and jump back into the game after, even after you lose your property. Agreed? You're going to stick around? Yes. Give me a one. My ones are yes. Right? Yes, you're going to stick around to learn that information, and if not, just for you, but for your community, your tribe, your loved ones, your family, your friends who are experiencing the hardship. When we go through stuff, I understand we don't like to share, we don't want to talk, we 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 carry that shame. But it's all good. Life happens. You don't have to carry that by yourself. All right? Don't have to carry by yourself. I'm not here to chastise you. I'm not here to point fingers. I throw no stones. I throw no stones. I'm here to love and support and empower you. Thank you, Desi, Desi's got me. She's like, yep, in agreement. Very good, very good. Okay, so California, Florida, uh, Texas, Illinois, Ohio, so far, this is as of first quarter 2022. So keep those states in mind. Um, This is not the best choice of color when I do a live, but notice on the screen here, these are your foreclosure laws and timelines. Let's look at this. Okay, so I'm, a, I'm going to minimize myself and I'm just going to talk about this screen here. So here we have Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, District of Columbia, Florida, Georgia. Hey, did anyone remember the president, uh, the state songs? Did you? I had to memorize the states. Uh, and that's, I learned that this, the state songs, right? <laughs> I remember the state songs, Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas. Okay. I'm having too much fun. Now let's get, let's get this a serious business. All right. State foreclosure laws and timeline. So check out here. We see Alabama is both a judicial, non-judicial state foreclosure timeline. Woo. These guys are quick. One to three months redemption period up to 12 months. Redemption period is the period that allows you to redeem the property that means you can buy it back plus fees buy it back plus fees this is why you've got to be careful where you're buying your foreclosures because some of these states allow the homeowner to come collect they can come buy it back so don't go start buying your house you know i bought it from foreclosure woohoo i got a deal and you start fixing your house putting money in that property that's why you notice savvy investors will sit on a property for some time if they bought it in foreclosure. Why? It's because they are waiting out the redemption period. Does it make sense now? You go, oh, that the bank bought that house. They haven't done anything with it. Or someone bought that house and they haven't done anything with it. You know, does it help now in context why they haven't done anything with it? They don't want to lose any more money in the event that the previous owner comes back and says, Well, I'm exercising my right to buy back my house. All right. Got it. So I want to talk about California because that's my state. Of course, you see Alaska, right? Three to four months. Arizona, three to four months. Arkansas, four to five months. California, three to five months. Notice here that you have judicial, non judicial for these first states this is out in alphabetical order you can let me talk myself uh let me let me minimize myself let me go over here boom uh here's a source foreclosure.com foreclosure underscore laws you can google that as well check with your state and see what your state's foreclosure laws and timelines are so for california we see here right so we are california right here, judicial, non-judicial. I've got folks out in Georgia, right? Georgia is also judic- judicial, non-judicial. Wow. They're two to three months and you don't have a redemption period. Ooh. So that means once it's foreclosed on, you don't get the opportunity to try to redeem yourself and and pay it back. Wow. Right. So uh, Florida is a redemption period period is it has a redemption period so you they can purchase it back who else so california let me finish my thought foreclosure timeline three to five months it's really 180 days right and the foreclosure process and it's three to five months why because we are judicial and non-judicial state uh pammy says wow yeah wow She says, wow, my state, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia is not, there's no flex on Georgia. That's not even, that's not even cool, Georgia. Maybe we should get somebody in office to change that, you know? When you talk about voting and voting in your new mayors and all these governors and whatnot, maybe these are things that you should uh, look at, right, is how are they supporting folks who go through hardship? And maybe they can, you know, they might have just missed the timeline or the deadline of the foreclosure. They just missed it, but they got the money together and they do still want to keep the house. They want to buy the house back. So Georgia is a no-flex state. That means once it's sold, it's a wrap. Ooh, that hurts. That's tough. Um, Pammy says definitely right. Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Okay, so this is helpful. So I want to give you timelines and what that means in context. So let's talk about the share of sale. So share of sale, what that means in context. Throw myself here. I, you know, I'm going to leave myself here on the screen. Uh, notice of election and demand. Okay, so I'm going. I'm going to give you an example, and I'm going to show you. Uh, where you can lo- locate sheriff sale because this is the judicial process. That means a writ of execution has been ordered by the court for the sale, right? They, they've gone, they've es- essentially now sued this person. This person has passed you on some stuff. Somebody has sued them and they're claiming uh, against their property and then they have not responded or paid it back. And so now this is the process. So let's look at this sheriff sale. There's a notice of election and demand that's 45 to 60 days and the redemption period begins. Right. Then the foreclosure filing happens served with the official complaint for foreclosure. A complaint essentially means you've been sued. This is a lawsuit. They are filing. This is the complaint. Now you have 20 to 30 days to file an answer with the court. Don't wait for last minute. Don't wait for last minute. This is time sensitive. You have to file a response. If no response, notice, if no response, they get a default judgment. Don't just give it up like that so easily. If that's the case, get help. Talk to a professional. Sell that stuff and get some money out of it or get what you can if anything's available, right? Don't just get a default judgment. If you do respond, then now you're going to go through the legal process, right? So you, you don't self-represent this stuff, y'all. Get an attorney. Get someone who's an experienced experience in this type of litigation, like bankruptcy and stuff like that. Get someone who's experienced to fight these judgments for you and work something out. You might be able to settle this stuff out, okay? I don't know your situation. It's not legal or tax advice. Then the sheriff's sale, right? So the sheriff's sale will require 10% to 20% down for those who are interested in purchasing proof of funds and you must close within 30 days or less of your winning bid. If you're buying the confirmation is, is, is concluded where this is the sale is confirmed title passes to the new owner and then the owner, the previous owner, Right. As we have now I'm in this eviction section, I'm now here in eviction because this is ju- judicial three to five months tops. This is This is going to move pretty quickly on a judicial process. The eviction in, under the eviction process. Right. Um, they may be they may have you as the owner. I'm not saying you. Right. You specifically, but the individual who is experiencing this, if they're still occupying the property, they will have to be evicted. Depending on the state, it says that the owner can redeem the property according to the state law, right? Not the new owner, but the uh, previous owner who lost the property to the foreclosure uh, may be able to recoup, recover, redeem the property during that period. They may still occupy the property during their redemption period, okay? Okay that's good news. There's still hope, unless you're in Georgia, there's no hope there. Oh, that's terrible. Let's talk about trustee sale. Now this is very common for mortgage foreclosures. This is very common. It's, it's done by a third party trustee sale. First thing that happens is a notice of default is filed. This is a constructive notice to the public and it is required by law. They're putting you and the public on notice you've got to either be delinquent by 15 days or anywhere from 15 days or more some of the the cases that i'm seeing right now have been delinquent since 2019 that's one of my current transactions it has been passed to you since 2019. okay the borrower owner may reinstate five days prior to the trustee sale that's different So there's two forms that I usually look for um, because this is recorded on your property. This gets recorded on your property. The first document is called a notice of default and you are served a copy of this. And, And there are requirements that the lender, the servicer has to attempt to contact you 30 days prior to filing the notice of default, they have to say and show they attempted to call you at the number they had on record. They've attempted to send you mailers, send you a mail and say, hey, are you experiencing a hardship? Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can work out. Let's see if you qualify for a loan modification, um, you know, et cetera, forbearance, deed in lieu foreclosure, et cetera, et cetera. Right? I'll talk about that. They have to show, if they can document and show they sent you a mailer, And because you didn't open your mail, that doesn't stop the process. They're going to continue and move forward. They file the notice of default. We talked about NOD. Now there's the notice of trustee, right? Notice of trustee sale here is, uh, let me get a marker here. Markers are cool. Boop, boop. So now we're here, right? Notice of trustee. So, oh, that's terrible. See, this is why I don't use markers. (laughs) We're in notice of trustee here. Notice of trustee sale. Uh, You either will do a loan modification or other, right? The notice of trustee sale is mailed via certified mail 20, 20 days before the foreclosure sale. They do give you a date. And here in California, they sell it. Uh, in front of a whole bunch of investors down by the water fountain in Pomona, Pomona is one of the, the locations where the courthouse is in front of the courthouse, not in the courthouse, in front of the courthouse, down out there is a whole bunch of investors. They're sitting there in their beach chairs, their shorts, their fanny packs, and a list of properties that they're bidding on. That's what they do. They hang out down there. They've got their cashier's checks ready to go to bid on those properties. That's, that's, that's what happens. While you're experiencing life and you you're experiencing hardship or whatever, you're not you're not informed on the process. You're not opening your mail. You're you are giving up your rights to an opportunity to work this out. But if you give up, then it makes it difficult for any of us to help. And I get it. It's tough. Um, So they also do what is called a mail and post. Right. Go back. Whoops. Mail and post. Mail and post is required right here. Mail and post required by law. So what does that mean? That means they mail it and they post it on your door where it's visible. Similar when I give when I do mail and post notices, uh, to evict uh people out of their property, I use bright color paper and I post it, take a picture, and that sufficed for my records that I've not only mailed it, but I posted it as well and I put it in a, a, a place that you would be, you, you know, you got it. I, right. You know, you got it. Um, the auction. So now there's an auction date, which is a sale date, the actual date, it can be postponed. Um, meaning you want to check, you want to check that your requests are being received. If you're postponing it, confirm that they got it and they processed it and they sent you a mailer. Uh, I've got another transaction that we did receive. We were able to postpone it to August 14th. Uh, we have our court hearing date. This is a probate sale. The owner passed away without a will. The heirs, I, we are assisting the administrators and the heirs of the property to sell the property before it is foreclosed on. Mom had a reverse mortgage. Mom had a reverse mortgage. Many of your moms, pops, grandmothers, grandpas have reverse mortgages. You cannot assume a reverse mortgage. You cannot assume a reverse mortgage. You can only buy out a reverse mortgage. The way you do that, if you're a family member and you want to keep the house, you can do a gift of equity sale. I'm doing one right now. We're doing a gift of equity sale. Would you like to learn more of gift of equity sales where you, where the family does not have to bring down payment? They can use the equity from the house as a down payment and closing costs and be able to pay for the entire transaction. Would you like to learn more about that? Press one in the comments below, below, and we'll talk about gift of equity sales in more detail. I talked about it before, but I can do classroom style to show you this is how you retain the family home in the event you're experiencing a foreclosure by way of a reverse mortgage product. Yes, I'll wait. Okay. Um, So we're still here and under auctions. Auction. So it's either postponed. What happens on the sale date? It's sold to the bank, sold to a third party, or it would be canceled. Right. So canceled means that it's been, uh, it's been re- it, the house was sold prior to the auction. It was rectified. Now you have a trustee's deed that will be the confirmation of sale to the new owner. There's a transfer of ownership. The occupant may be evicted, right? And they will be evicted according to state law. And then, it, then there's a rare right of redemption if the property's foreclosed on, and sold in court or sold via the sheriff's sale. It does not always apply. Just check your state for the laws of the land. What are the laws of the land? Okay. How are you feeling about this? Helpful? Yes. So here's some options. Here are the options of what can homeowners do in the event you're experiencing foreclosure. Now, we this is foreclosure. We're talking about life after foreclosure. This is before foreclosure. You can opt for a repayment plan. You can opt for a special forbearance plan. You can uh, um, opt for a loan modification. You can opt for a short sale. Or pre-foreclosure sale, that's where I would step in, right? Our company would step in. We catch it right before it forecloses and goes to auction. At least you can control when you leave the property. You negotiate on your terms. If it goes to auction and it's foreclosed on, you're now dealing with with the third party, right? Sheriff's comes knocking, time's up, right? Eviction, that whole thing, awful detainers. And you don't want that on your record, how are you going to find a new place if you got an unlawful detainer on your record? You have an eviction on your record. Who's going to rent to you? They're not. that's Come on. You got it. You, this, I get it. Life is tough. But this is where you've got to really pull it together and lean on a team that can coach and walk you through this stuff so you're not alone and you understand what your options are. The last one is called a deed in lieu of foreclosure, where the bank itself, the lender itself, will work with you and in recovering the property that's essentially you giving the house back to the bank you give it back to them it's like when i hear people say they gave you know i gave the car back to the back to the the dealer it's like what Pammy says this is very helpful very helpful i like very helpful um of course that's because i'm here to help that's the goal So just like we talked about what you can do, listen, I've already done episodes on this. I started episodes last December, or no, we did the uh, crime series last December. But uh, according to my YouTube and, and my timeline, I talked about this stuff a year ago. So I have videos on deed in lieu of foreclosure, see it here, deed in lieu of foreclosure right here, right? This one, I have videos on short sale. I have videos on loan modifications, I have videos on the repayment plan option right here. Doesn't want me to write. Right there. I have videos on reinstatement plans. I have videos on forbearance plans. So there's no excuse. You can't say you didn't know because I have an entire video series and, and podcast series that you can check out on Ready, Set, Real Estate that I've already discussed what you can do if you're facing foreclosures, right? Pammy says, a loan modification doesn't always decrease your mortgage payment. Correct, it does not, it does not. Um, Pammy says, going to look at your past videos today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Make sure you let, you know, hit that share button, subscribe, like, share, right? So you don't miss an episode. I keep you up to date on what's going on. So these are your options. Breaks all those options down. What we do as a company, as a brokerage, last resort is selling, right? Last resort. If we can't get you through the loan mod plan, repayment plan, a special forbearance plan, reinstatement plan, last effort is going to then be the sale. Like that means we've exhausted all the resources and we've got to have our come to Jesus moment where we're like, all right, this is, we now have to move forward. We've got to talk about selling this property and getting you, getting you situated and start life again, life after foreclosure. It's all good. It's all good. Really? Okay. So, re entering as a first time home buyer after foreclosure, life after foreclosure. If you do FHA insured loans, that's the very common first time home buyer when oftentimes people are thinking about first time home buyers. You just need to wait a minimum of three years after foreclosure to get back into the market as a first time home buyer. Three years. If you do a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loan, those loans usually allow you to put 3% down. Let me go back and say that the FHA loan allows you to do three and a half percent down. The Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac will allow you to to do three percent, but their their waiting period after foreclosure is seven years. Okay, so uh, and their FICO scores or credit score requirements are going to be different. And then you have VA loans. The VA loans are for veterans, my veterans, the government. Um, and I would say lenders are have a guideline that's a lot more lenient. So after foreclosure, they will give you two years um, as a minimum waiting period before you re-enter as a first timer again. Is that awesome? HUD guidelines, by the way, by HUD guidelines, you are a first-time homebuyer if you have not written off the mortgage interest in three years. That means on your taxes, you're not writing the mortgage interest deduction. You're not writing off the mortgage interest on a property in the last three years. your first time home buyer. So it gets really unique because you could be on title on a property and not be considered, you know, uh, and not be taking the deduction. You could you can even have the loan, right? Let's say you're selling that and replacing the property with a new house, even though you, you were on title, you were on the loan, but you weren't writing off the mortgage interest deduction. You are a first-time home buyer. One of my dear clients and friends showed me this as we were doing her uh, transaction. I was like, oh my God, this is a game changer. This is such valuable information. Nuggets, real estate gem. Listen, if you found so- any of this information helpful so far, just go ahead and drop a 100 in the chat below. Let me know that this is really helpful. Let's talk about how to locate and track foreclosures. Can you believe I don't have water today next to me? This is this is crazy. And then I do an entire class, 55 minutes and running. Uh, 55 minutes and running. I do an entire class. It's crazy. Okay. Um, let's see. Discard. I'm going to minimize this. Let's uh, bring my screen share over here. Boom. Now, I'm in California, your state, your respective state has a sheriff's sale, a website, sheriff's department, right? Um, I want you to check that out. Boom. Pammy drops a 100. Thank you. It's keeping it real estate 100, right? Gems all day. Very helpful. Your state, your respective state has a sheriff's department. That sheriff's department handles those judicial sales. The sheriff is involved with serving notices, tracking people down, locating them, serving them to tell them that they've been sued, right? They help the other party complete their due diligence. So here in California, this is one. Uh, in fact, the sale happened this morning, right? So June, June 8th, that's this morning, 10 o'clock. This is a case number, sheriff's number, property APN. And address. I looked this address up, y'all. This is an entire building and it will give you, right? It's going to give us information. Blow this up here. Who's being sued? This is public record. So, I mean, what I'm sharing is not a violation of anything. This is public record. This person is being sued um, and the property is being sold. This is the balance right here. I don't have my highlighter, but let me see. I can't even click this. Darn. So the balance here is 1. 1 point, so 1.1 1, 1. 1 million, right? Just under 1.2 million. That's the balance of what they owe. And um, what they're saying is that there's a judgment against the individual and entity. And this property, commonly known as 10002 uh, South Central Avenue, Los Angeles, will be sold. It says public notice is hereby given public notice this is free game where you find properties for sale. Public notice is hereby given that I will sell at public auction to the highest bidder for cash and lawful money of the United States, all the right title and interest of the debtor. So cash, by the way, doesn't necessarily mean like dollars, like if have they have liquid cash, you can also be doing private money, hard money. Make sure you check the, the um, real estate department. Um, for the this court, this court is Stanley Mosk and downstairs, right in the back where they post these notices. The real estate department is there. There's a real estate line you can call and ask them for the process and procedures of the bids, of course, or work with someone who also is familiar. So it gives you when they are uh, selling this. This will be auctioned off June 8th, 10 a.m. Stanley Mosk Courthouse gives you all the information. This box is not checked. So it says this sale is subject to a minimum bid in the amount of zero dollars. Interesting. No minimum bid. Look at that. No minimum bid. Let's look at another one here. There's one in Malibu. There's a looks like this is uh, three units here in South El Monte. There's this property here uh, on San Pedro, uh, 310 East San Pedro. The sale here is what? So the sale here, again, showing a net balance. This is a judgment. This is, you know, people own money. So properties being sold, same thing. Uh, minimum bid zero subject to revision court. Same thing. Like this, this, is, this is the process. Um, Glendora, Topanga. There's another one on uh, 12th Street, LA. There's Monterey Park. Main Street on Main Street, L.A. San Pedro Gaffy. Ooh, I know Gaffy. Sunset Broadway. This looks like units here. Let's look at this one here. And this, this is units on Broadway. This here suit. Bing Kong Tong Association is being sued. He's being sued. And his property is being sold because he owes 8259 Imagine, you get a whole house, right? 8259 is the judgment. This person is suing so that they can collect their $8,200. And it's uh, two units being sold here. Wow. Wow. Huntington Park. Let's look at this one. What's the balance right here? Amount subject to revision. Balance right here says 19,309. You know, homeowners associations can file and sue, right? So those are also judicial proceedings. So if you owe the homeowners association, uh, they are starting to process foreclosures as well, and um, they're recouping their money. So people are losing properties over very small amounts, very small amounts. And I think knowledge is power, but application of that knowledge is wisdom. All right. So now let's look over at my next resource here. My next resource here is, uh, the website is uh, insourcelogic.com, insourcelogic.com. I, you you uh, register auction vendor client, I'm already registered. So I'm going to log in here, and then what I do here is I select my state. So this company, uh, they use a database, and it's the Trustee Sale data, Trustee Sales. So if the trustee, trustee, excuse me, let me, put myself over here, if the trustee has started the foreclosure process. Uh, They will put that in this database right here. They will have trustee sale number recorded on those public notice on the notice of, uh, excuse me, on the notice of trustee sale, they will record a a TS number. So when you call them or you want to look for a specific property, you can look for the TS, you can look, look for it just by the TS number. And what I do here is I just go into California County. These are all all counties of LA. I'm in LA counties usually where I work and I want to look at um what what's being sold, right? What is being sold. So let's look on uh let's look on the 21st. Uh LA County state. Let's look on the 21st. All right. So boom, I'm going to uh get myself out of the way so you can see this. Boom. All right. Be the trustee sale number on June twenty first. Sale time ten a.m. Nine five six six May Avenue is being sold. Let's look at the details of that. So, um, did I? And and this is important. When you click, it says status postponed to June first, twenty twenty one. Reason beneficiaries request. That means that the lenders request they postpone the sale. That means that this sale was already scheduled. For a previous date, it's now been pu- pushed to June 21st. That may likely because the owner is trying to buy it, trying to reinstate it. They're working it out, right? Remember, don't ignore the mails, don't ignore the timelines. It is very time sensitive, very time sensitive. And the sale location. See here, it's important. You think I make this stuff up? What do it say? Where it doesn't say it's going to be sold at the broker's office. It doesn't even say it's going to be sold in the court. It says behind the fountain a clerk comes out she sits there she or he sits at their table uh their their beach chair and they have a, a list of properties just like you saw here um so right now we don't have an opening bid amount let's see if we can find one with an opening bid amount uh this one here this is active i don't have a bid amount let's look at the next one ah don't have a bid amount don't have a bid amount okay if you don't have the bid amount posted here they do the notice of trustee does say does say what the property is being foreclosed for usually it's the amount of the mortgage plus the past due amount amount of the existing mortgage balance plus the past due amount okay so it gives you the phone number you call them you give them the say i'm interested in this property you let them know call them and you find out phone number, what not, address, they'll give you the details. They'll let you know what the amount is. So this is just one here uh, on June 21st. You want to try another one here um, just for giggles. Giggles, uh, let's do another county. Let's do Riverside. So let's see what's, uh, what's selling on uh, next week, Thursday in Riverside County. No sales found. right? No worries. Let's uh, check the 21st. No sales, no sales found. All right. Not that many in Riverside County in those dates, but you get it, right? You get it. You see what's happening. So this is essentially um, where I go to check when I need to, and it's, it requires work because I will say as a professional, most folks don't want to be bothered because they're inundated with requests, because it is public record, as you can see here, that their property is in foreclosure. It is public record, meaning it's not a secret. So our company usually reaches out, we send a mailer, uh, we attempt to call, we can't attempt to, attempt to provide a solution to so the person that's experiencing a pre-foreclosure. And we can only help right until your sale date if I am at day before your sale date it is absolutely difficult to do anything because you waited the last minute let's not wait for the last minute to get the help okay any comments questions feedback now bonus 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 I got giveaways got giveaways I have a question I have a question if you're paying attention you started in the beginning, right? So when did the moratorium expire? What date? What date did the moratorium expire? Do, 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 do. Check your notes. Dude, check my notes. I know she said it. I know she said it. Uh, when did the moratorium expire? Come on, you got it. I know it takes it takes you longer to type it than it does for me to ask the question so i know um pammy gets it first one on here december 31st 2021 make sure you send me a dm message so i can mail you um your very own ready set real estate 15 ounce mug uh This, this cup is awesome. So I hot and cold in that mug. Okay. Send us your address. We'll send it over. Okay. Send us a mailing address. We'll send it and ship it out to you today. One more question. One more question for a visor for the ready set real estate visor, your choice of pink, blue, red. I have black and white, your choice, your choice for an FHA insured loan. How long do you have to wait before you can re enter the market as a first time home buyer, even if you lose or have lost your home to a foreclosure? She says, Thanks, you're welcome. No, no, thank you for engaging. Love it. I'll ask the question again <clears throat> How long, if it's an FHA insured loan that you're applying for? Do you have to wait before you can apply for a loan, even if you have lost your home to a foreclosure? Pammy, don't answer it. Don't give, don't give some, I know you know the answer. Give someone else a chance. Give someone else a chance. If I I have to, if I have to answer it, don't answer. We're going to wrap it up. You all have been amazing, you've been fantastic. I'm uh, definitely gone over our showtime today, but listen, this has been wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Pammy says, I'm not. I know she, she Pammy knows the answer. <laughs> when how long? How long? Come on, how long? FHA insured loan. How long do you have to wait before you can re-enter the market after foreclosure? You will still be considered first-time home buyer. Is it one year? Is it three years? Is it seven years? I'm kind of like doing multiple choice now. Is it one year, three years, seven years? Even if they foreclose on you, you can re enter the market as a first time home buyer if you are using an FHA insured loan after giving you the answer. Pammy, you know the answer? <laughs> What's the answer? Three years. Three years, y'all. That's very important. Why? Because that means you have three years to build up your credit, save, get back on your feet, new job, etc. cetera. So it's three years, right? If you're doing an FHA insured loan, it's seven years if you end up using a Freddie Mac or Fannie Mae loan. And if you're a veteran, if you're a veteran and you lost your home to foreclosure, All you have to do, the minimum waiting period is two years before you can re-enter the market and apply again, all right? With that, I say have a powerful and productive week. You have all been amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your continued support. We'll see you next week on another information-packed episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Bye!